Want to stay up to date on the biggest stories in pop culture and entertainment? Then be sure to check out the TMZ podcast. I'm Charlie Cotton from TMZ, the TV show, and every day I'll sit down with a member of our news team to give exclusive breakdowns of the day's most talked about headlines, stories we break, and the stories you care about. So check out the TMZ podcast, Monday through Friday, and the other podcasts from the TMZ audio network like Last Days and TMZ Verified, available on all podcast platforms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. It's Unstable Tubby with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hey, you freak Sarah Adams. I can't get to my phone right now, so just leave me a quick message. I'll give you a call back as soon as I can. Thanks. Sarah, it's Maggie, or should I say, one half of Unstable Topics podcast, which is now officially on the Geekscape Network. I'm so, so, so excited to be joining this creative collective of podcasters and filmmakers and so many other wonderful comedic geeky people. And I guess we're geek people. I guess we're officially geek people because we are now a part of the Geekscape Network and could not be happier or prouder. Uh, love you so much, Sarah. It's Maggie. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. Okay, so I've become unstable. I'm already unstable, but this is this is something that's a new a new addition to my personality, if you will, or in my ether now, and it's all because of my husband's unstableness to have these uh, conspiracy theories. So there is this YouTube channel called The Y Files, W-H-Y Files. So I think it's like a play on the X-Files. It's definitely yeah. a play on the X-Files. And X-Files. But they, but it, and I'll get to that in a minute, talk about random conspiracy theories. So the one that we watched was how there were Egyptian hieroglyphics and Egyptian relics in the Grand Canyon. That back in the 30s, this they were discovered and documented and all this and that. And then the U.S. government, because it's a federal property, has shut off portions of the Grand Canyon, which no one can enter 
or go to. And I didn't realize that. But yeah, there are parts of the Grand Canyon that no one can go to. And so they're saying this is where archaeologists discovered parts, this Egyptian stuff. Because it goes back to how plate tectonics and the world shifting and moving or whatever. There's a lot of deep stuff to it. It's interesting. <laughs> interesting idea, right? Here's where the Y files really get me. Because I said they... And the host of the Y Files is a man. It's a guy. I don't remember his name. But he has a sidekick. And his sidekick is a talking goldfish. And I can't move past this sassy goldfish that's next to him in a bowl. And he has like one of those uh, um, aluminum foil hats. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) The fish does? On top of the goldfish bowl. Oh, okay. And he's a sad, like he's his whole bit, this whole goldfish bit is to be the naysayer. Like, this can't be true. This is ridiculous. And I asked the question the other night to Jamie in all seriousness. I go, hey, he doesn't need the goldfish anymore <laughs> to do this on his own. And that's when I realized, oh, no. Oh, no. I have, I have succumbed to the Y files. You're invested. I'm invested. Because here are some other- You're I'm, invested and you're also like, I don't need this goldfish telling me that this is not true. You're like you're like into the conspiracy and you're like, I don't want to hear why, why not. I'm here to he, listen to why. He's so sassy, this goldfish. And I just don't need him as a bit anymore. I don't, I don't need the goldfish. Would you like him better if he was a person? Yes, probably because the golf. I'm like, this is unbelievable. You know, this goldfish talking. This is like the cat mayor. It's kind of like the cat mayor, except the cat mayor existed. This is a this is a goldfish that talks. That doesn't exist. Which is funny because it's like if you have a show about things that really did exist that you want people to take seriously right. and question, mm-hmm. why are you going to have a talking goldfish that's clearly know. not really talking? That's clearly voiceover. Yeah. Like and get it, a, if you're going to have it, have a real talking goldfish. Right. And this, they put like the mouth that moves on top of the goldfish. Oh, the Insta- like the Instagram filter yeah, kind of thing. Like, yeah, that's, right. that's too far. Goldfish don't have teeth. Don't feel, they don't have teeth. Here are here are some things that we've watched on the Y files. There's one about how we're all in a simulation. That believe it, yeah, I believe that. Um, this is a simulation right now. There mm-hmm. is one that talks about um, time in our universe and how it's just a it, it, it nothing exists essentially. Yeah. I believe that. Uh-huh. I There's subscribe. There's the, the pyramid one. There is one about the end of the world and how it's going to be catastrophic, worse than any movie you've ever seen. I'm like, I don't want to watch that. I don't I don't believe that one. I don't want to watch that. I only believe things like I'm a sim walking around and I have someone playing my game who's making decisions for me. Mm-hmm. You know? I believe that. Like, I'm in a simulation. Or, like, um, I like the idea of time isn't real. I think that's fun. But the mm-hmm. idea of like if I believe that time's not real and that I'm a, like a simulation, then I can't believe the end of the world is going to be catastrophic Mm-mm. because it's not real, right? You're right. Exactly. And there was another one about time travel. Oh, a multi they did the multiverse theory, mm-hmm. like a, mm-hmm. how there's different theories about multiverse and how like one of them is that everything is happening in parallel time. So like every choice you did not make, there's a right. timeline that exists. Anyways, like Spider Verse. Yes. Anyways, so this is what we would watch before bed. 
um, and it's become very unstable and I'm very focused on this goldfish and I just, I just need it to be addressed. And I'm sorry. I felt like this is safe space to. I think that's very safe. I'm, I'm proud of you too, because the last time you came with Jamie conspiracy theories, you didn't have really much detail to back it up. No. And now I feel like you came with greater detail and greater grievance mm. against the goldfish. Like I feel right now, I got to say like. I agree. I think that this goldfish needs to go. Well, Maggie, um, I do want to pivot real quickly and talk about a fact that involves another type of animal that I do not want to go away. So are you ready for your fact? Yes, of course. Move over, Shark Week. It's Fat Bear Week. (laughs) (laughs) Can I get to the facts, Maggie? That's it. That's the fact. It's Fat Bear Week. It should always be Fat Bear Week. <laughs> FBW. Are you sorry? Let me give you another minute. Uh, okay. Continue. FBW, or Fat Bear Week, is an annual tournament taking place every October pitting the brown bears of Katmai National Park and Preserve, Alaska, against each other. Bears such as Electra, Chunk, Grazer, compete against each other in a week-long bracket-style competition, evaluating a bear's, quote, success in the preparation for winter hibernation. My money is on Chunk. You think just from the name? Just from the name. Chunk's going to get out there. He's not afraid of hard work. He's, you know, he gets in there, he rolls around, he catches fish, he lumps up, and then he goes to sleep. That's a fantastic competition. It is. I would like to witness this. I think we need to go to Alaska. We need to go on tour in Alaska. Yes. Don't you think? Absolutely. So we can actually start the tour going to Fruta, Colorado, right? Fruta. 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 We see Mike the Headless Chicken. Yeah, that's where we'll go. And make our way up there. Um, I will say you can go online. There's a bracket. So the um, National Park and Preserve have a bracket for Fat Bear Week. I looked into it. And you see the pictures of these bears and how they have fattened up since uh, since July. So you can Ugh. move your cursor over the bear's image and see how they were in July and where they are like as of date September 14th. And so you can pit the bears against each other and you pick which one's going to gain the most weight. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this. Isn't that wonderful? I, yes, I'm invested. I think that's fantastic. I support the bears. I support them getting curvy. Mm-hmm. I support them falling asleep. I love that we're cheering them on. Mm-hmm. This is great. I'm going. I'm going. I want to do this online. I'm going to go look. I'm going to make my fantasy fat bear week team. And, and pick, and those are just some of the names. Yeah, there's like 14 bears. And Maggie, now that we've kind of talked about the bear names, I really, really mentioned to get to my react question. So are you ready to react? Yes, of course. So Fat Bear Week happens at the beginning of October, and some of the bears that are competing this year are Electra, Chunk, Grazer. If you were participating in Fat Mm -hmm. Bear Week, what would your fat bear name be? Like I am the fat bear? You are the fat bear. Honey would honey? be my name. Yeah. Honey. Tell it's me bears why. like honey. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a sweet treat. It's a nod to Pooh, one of my personal fat bear heroes. Pooh Bear. Um, yeah, Pooh Bear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it's a cute name. It's it's memorable. I think that I would probably be like a super grizzly looking. It's just brown bears, not grizzly bears. It's brown bears. 
but I would be like a grizzly looking brown bear. Like mm. I would look like kind of rough. So the irony of my name being Honey mm. would be mm-hmm. would be good too. I would be catnip. Huh. I'd be catnip bear. You know, because like catnip is spicy. You know, you get you get you get fired up. You're laughing. You just and like get hung. You got great. <laughs> you got catnip. you got chunk. Watch out though. Here comes catnip. About to get frisky. Catnip the bear. Yes. Okay, wait. I'm gonna change mine. I'm gonna be um, puppy chow. Fine. Be whatever you want to be. This is Fat Bear Week. Anything goes. Now let's play What Word Am I Thinking Of? Beans. The game where Maggie and Sarah use their telepathic best friend abilities to try and guess the word the other is thinking. Sarah, I'm thinking of a word. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm not supposed to give any clues before, but I'm going to caveat because we haven't played this game in a while and I just want you to know that the word is not going to be fork okay it is not going to be fork are you telling me the truth or are you lying I am telling you that the word 100% 100% not fork okay I'm sending you the word right now okay is it spork no no but you're closer than you would have been if you would have said fork you ready for a clue yes I'm ready for a clue I wrote this myself. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You tried so hard not to laugh. Because I just lied. I didn't write this myself. (laughs) Knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti was the word. Mom's spaghetti. You were trying to take writing credit from Spaghetti. You were trying to take writing credit from Eminem. You thought that this child of the 90s and early 2000s wouldn't know this song? I thought maybe if I said that I wrote this myself, which technically I did. I wrote it down. You wrote it down. I did write it down. Um, I thought that maybe, and then if I read it as if it was a poem and not a very popular song, that you might be like, wow, Maggie, what could this possibly be? Clorox? There's vomit on his sweater? Well, Maggie, the mistake you made is thinking that Eminem's lyrics weren't already poetry. And so when you try and simply recite them as poetry, you're reciting them the way he intended them to be read. You know, they're not songs. You're right. It's poetry. What an incredible psychic feat only two best friends could accomplish. Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. During Susan Lucci's run on All My Children, she was nominated 21 times for Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. However, Miss Lucci only won once in 1999 after the 19th nomination. That's kind of... That's, you know, it's it's an honor just to be nominated, but that kind of sucks. That sucks That's a hard. Bad batting average. Yeah. That's like you're one of the best, but not the best. Ever. 20 
20, what, 21 20, times. 21 times she was nominated and she won once after the Ouch. 19th. So she was nominated 19 consecutive times, never won. And then she was nominated two more times after that and didn't win. Okay. I think by the third time I was nominated and I didn't win, I think I would be like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I feel like I would start showing up in like costumes and 100%. be like, no way I'm getting on stage. I'd be like in my sweatpants and just be like, don't have to write a congratulations speech. And she showed up. And what's interesting about this is people made fun of her. Like she became like this was a, a joke that she kept being nominated and never winning. And I'm like, that's not kind. And these nominating no. committees for daytime Emmy Awards, they knew what they were doing. Yes. You just know? don't nominate her. Just don't nominate you know? her. And and I'm curious if the same person I didn't look at this side fact, this fact adjacent, who did win all those years. Was it the same person winning? Or were there different people each time winning? Because that would suck, I think, even more. I think it would yeah, I think it would be yeah. more upset if I was the uh what's the word they use in science? constant the constant the control control i was to control they're like you know what let's always put luchi up Mm -hmm. and then put in different variables each time Mm -hmm. yeah and then you're watching them all get it and it's Mm -hmm. like okay but like clearly i'm a steady contender Mm -hmm. you know yeah ooch yeah i don't know i mean i I guess it's like you still want to be nominated because then you can have like i'm 20 22 time nominated and that sounds good on like mm-hmm. your acting resume or whatever, you know. I don't but think Susan also- Lucci has a resume anymore. I think she's just Susan Lucci, you know. It kind of leads me into my react, but I'm going to ask this question first. I'm going to pivot slightly. Did you watch soap operas, daytime programming when you were a child? No, my mom, my mom did. So they'd be on sometimes when I'd come home from school, but I never got into them, mm-hmm. no. But I, I would say that like – Real Housewives and reality TV drama is the modern equivalent of daytime soap operas. 100%. I was currently reading the Not All Diamonds and Rosé or whatever the name of the book is. And Andy Cohen specifically states, especially at the beginning, that they wanted the soap opera nature in Real Housewives. Achieved, Mr. Cohen. Achieved. So we just... Chatted about Miss Susan Lucci and how she won once out of 21 times, Maggie. And I'm really interested in your reaction to this question. So are you ready to react? Yes. What is something you would be nominated for over and over and over again, but never win? Wow, I'm trying to think of something that I'm not the best at, and that's just so hard. And I knew this was going to happen because this is a stumper. It's a stumper, and I was prepared for that going into this. Yeah. So, so you have a list of things that I would never win. So I have a pivot. <laughs> I have a pivot for you. Oh, okay. So instead of what's something you would be nominated for over and over again and never win. Mm-hmm. What's something you would be nominated for over and over again, but win only once? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would win it one time. That's easier to understand because that's more grounded in like I'm Susan Lucci, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which I, I am like the Susan Lucci of so many things. What are you the Susan Lucci of? I don't know. I feel like, you know, in all honesty, I feel like I 
don't win. I feel like I do get like second place, third place. Like that's kind of like top 10 hmm. honorable mention. I feel like that's where I squarely land in most things in my life. So that's that's actually like pretty accurate, you know. And what's interesting about that is you're referring to things of which you tag team with me on that we make together. So I am I am I the one dragging you down, man? No, I'm even talking about like back in high school, like competing in things and it's like, oh, look, I got a medal. It's the third place medal or it's the second place medal. Like I very rarely have won first place, but I did win first place my first year playing Little League. <gasps> Was that your one time? Was that your one time? That might be my one time. Oh, geez. And Dula won Best Texas Short, our short film. So we we did get a we did get a prize there, but it wasn't a first, second, third type of thing. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> did you enter into this category? And there you go. Here's your prize. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Mean, you know what? Though, to be honest, I am comfortable with second because you never you never really have to live up to anybody's expectations ever again. I think you know what's sad though is Susan Lucci doesn't get to know if she's second, third, fourth. Oh, you know. That's she could true. be living her whole life thinking, I'm fourth place of these nominees, and she could be second every single year. But does that make a difference when you don't win? You know, in the in the words of Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 